Hey, hey, good morning. Welcome back to day four of Don't Forget Your Worth. Um, I had to kind of switch things up a little bit just because when I was playing back the recordings that I did up at Estes Park, before I created this podcast, right, I was I was taping a few to get in line. Um, and in that, I noticed that what I taped was um, one of them, the battery went dead. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to kind of do a part one and a part two on that one. But the good part is that you guys are lucky enough to get the whole thing today being the podcast as opposed to the YouTubers down the road. But like I say, I don't think it's going to be a problem because I haven't even announced that I have a channel or that, you know, or that I'm building up content over there at uh, YouTube under Don't Forget Your Worst. So it, nobody's really missing a thing. It'll be just fine in the long run. But I did want to let you guys know as podcasters, you're going to get the whole giddy up right here, you know, today, whereas the video is going to have to have a part two to finish up that reading. But um, the funny thing is, while I was taping it, I couldn't remember the name of the script. Like my scripts don't have the titles on them. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm standing in the rain and I'm like, oh, wait, this one is actually called Blessings Like Rain. <laughs> wait, and, you know, just the coincidence of it. And you should see this script, you guys. It just has like raindrops, there's ink smeared, there's pages stuck together. There's, you know, <laughs> but I love it because I know I'll look back on these later and be like, Lord, you are ridiculously good at what you do because... Um, this is all part of it. It's part of the fun of just persevering through it and being obedient to God and just saying, yep, I'll show up. So every day for you, I'm going to be here on the podcast, Don't Forget Your Worth With, and then I will also be over on the matching YouTube channel uh, titled the same, Don't Forget Your Worth. Uh, people will have troubles finding it at first because, of course, if you Google up Don't Forget Your Worth, there's a ton of videos. Uh, praise the Lord on that sort of thing. So I'm just one little bug out in the middle of, you know, a big space. So um, the nice thing I know the Lord is good and that he will do through this exactly what he wants to do. Um, so I have no worries whatsoever. So this piece, as you know, it's called Blessings Like Rain. And so we begin. I walked into the old brick building, sitting humble among skyscrapers, not knowing just what I was walking into. The entrance was dark and dim, and off in the distance were three illuminated photo stations against the same wall. The rest was a large, empty space with painted concrete flooring. I had walked into this type of setting as a model about a bazillion times, but this time was different. And then I'm thinking to myself, it's, it's italicized. Who do you think you are? I had admired the photographers and their equipment and their lighting at each shoot, full knowing that it was their talent paired with my intimate communication as the model to create the art that sells. I loved, loved what I did, but I wanted to see what they saw. Again in italics, who do you think you are? My straw cowgirl hat set low over my eyes and my wimpy little starter camera hung over my shoulder as I looked for any, any familiar face there. One photographer, upon seeing me, walked out of the light and into the dim entrance and shook my hand. Welcome, Andrea. I'm Edward. Come with me. I want you to meet the other photographers. We walked over the familiar electric cords taped to the concrete floor. Sheldon, this is Andrea. You'll need to remember this face. She's my new best friend. And then me thinking again in italics, like, what? Who do you think I am? <laughs> 
They laughed right loud as my insecurity gulped and shadowed hard. Pardon me. They laughed right loud as my insecurity gulped and swallowed hard. And I shook each gentleman's hand. You ready to go? He asked me while grabbing an equipment bag and tripod. Of course, I said with a smile and turned for the door, not knowing we were going at all, let alone where we were going. I shadowed his shoots for over five hours before we landed ourselves at a cafe table for a Coke over where have you been ice cubes. I had nearly forgotten that he was the most sought after photographer in this city and then some, but his confidence and fluidity, they were there to still reduce me to zero. And then I'm thinking to myself again in italics, how am I even sitting here? I know your work. How did you get into shooting? He asked me while tipping back the glass of ice. Oh, I had cancer while I was pregnant with my third child. It was a crazy scary time and I didn't even know if I would get to see my own children grow. I was always a photographer, so I was rarely in any of the pictures. So I searched to find a photographer that would come into my home and shoot what I called my mother moments with my children, reading to them, toweling them off after a bath, saying prayers, kissing them goodnight, playing in the grass, you know, blowing kisses into their tummies. I could see the images in my head that I wanted. He sat back and set his foot on the neighboring chair, just listening with his soft green eyes. I couldn't find one. Not one lifestyle photographer. Plenty of people willing to shoot pictures of what you look like. Just not one that truly came into the home to shoot what you live and love like. I couldn't figure out if it was taking too long to explain such a simple question to him. He was listening with a vulnerable silence, so I continued. So, when I was miraculously cured from the cancer, I created my own portrait concept, and both both of those by an act of God, the clients just kept coming. I admit that I didn't want our day to end. We pored over the images we had taken on a computer screen once back at the studio, and his compliments and critiques were invaluable to me. When saying goodbye, we walked towards the entrance, and he sat on some concrete stairs near the door. Andrea, I took an account shooting cosmetics and I'm moving into full-time commercial photography. It's just more lucrative. I've got to tell you, I won every award I ever wanted to win. And frankly, I was tapped out doing portraits. I could not believe what I was hearing. I had divulged my heart and he gave his. And this is where that doggone video gave out. It's like, could you break out at any worse time, right? <laughs> Hopefully you'll catch it um, and, and you'll see it, but I'll, I'll be continuing on. Okay, so it says again, I could not believe what I was hearing. He was leaving commercial photography. I had divulged my heart. He gave his. He continued on. I just went through a horrific divorce and it was determined that my studio had little valuation because it's my name not the establishment that sells. I knew this fresh pain well. I heard every tough word he was saying, his confidence set humbled and generous in a stairwell. Anyway, all this left of my business truly is a client list, and I'm choosing to give that list to you. You guys, can you believe that? So in parentheses, I've written right here, and I remember this entirely. It reads, I am not certain just how I got back to my car, 
but I think that it may have involved my own cape, and I know that I was definitely flying. <laughs> like, you guys, I'm not kidding. I flew out, and I, I could not even believe what had just happened. He gave me his client list, gave it to me. Okay. This continues on in a similar story. I once knew this older distinguished man as a limo driver that went to my church. He would comment on my camera whenever I would bring it to church to volunteer different photo projects. I adored his rosy cheeks and great laughter to match, and he just really liked to get my goat. <laughs> you can tell I'm kind of an easy laugh, so you can imagine he was like, there she is. <laughs> All right. So one day out of the blue, he called me at home from the church directory, gave me an address, and asked me to come by his place. Something about a surprise for me that him and his wife had prayed about and decided they just must bless me with. Um, oh, okay. I pulled up the gravel driveway and parked my Suburban under a shaded tree. Robert came out of the house and walked straight to the back of my Suburban without even more than just a wave and opened the double back doors. I got out of my car, amused at, the, at what this blessing could even be. He threw up his garage door, walked to the back and came out carrying studio lighting on tripods with umbrellas atop and placed their long length in my car. He went back into the garage and came out carrying custom painted linen backdrops rolled around a cardboard spindle. Boop! Popped that roll plumb into my car as well. I stood there in awe with my mouth hanging open and both hands covering my jaw. He then walked back into the garage and came out carrying about three dozen leather portfolios divided by like tissue paper to present proofs to clients in and carefully placed them next to the tripods and closed the hatch door. Friends, there may or may not have been some tears out of me that day. In fact, I may or may not be crying just typing these words in sweet remembrance. I was. Come in for some lemonade with Doris, he asked me. I used to be a portrait photographer until my eyes went bad, he said at the square melamine table. And I offered my wedding and prom clients a limo ride if they booked their portraits with me. I was all ears. It wasn't long before I started. It wasn't long before I started to realize that if I owned a limo and drove it myself, that I could profit both the photo shoot and the limo rides for next to nothing, you know? We had hit something bigger than me, so naturally, then the idea of driving limos grew, and then another limo, and another limo. <laughs> I was just dying of lemonade laughter. I couldn't believe the orchestration of how God just happens to work. God just thrills and delights me to no end. I had absolutely no idea that this gentleman had been a pro photographer, none. So I've been waiting for just the right person to pass the studio kit onto. And Doris and I knew in an instant that it was you. God is a great big provider, a show off that flat loves to bless. He knows our needs even when we don't. He always has just the perfect plan. He lives to surprise and delight. So let him and praise him and shout his goodness. Use each gift to glorify your maker. Tell your stories to praise him for the mighty works he has done. God loves to provide for you your every last need. After all, he gave you his son. I love you. 
okay, so that piece, like, is more magical than you could even know because this gentleman, of course, that handed me the client list had just traversed through a divorce, and here I found myself going through a very necessary, not even an option not to divorce. Um, and so in that, I was scared to pieces because I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I get ourselves out safely and provide for us and provide for care and you know, launch my own business. How do I do all of these things, right? And that's what I'm trying to show you is that the Lord is like way ahead of us. <laughs> like, like since the beginning and the end, he's like, I'm your provider. You believe and trust in me. I'm going to do this for you. And it's exactly what he did. I mean, look at the, I was handed a client list. I was given the equipment. He'd given me the gift. And so it was just like, just walk into it. Um, and it was amazing. Like even even in finding care during the shoots, my kiddos just loved this gal that was their babysitter. And she was graduating and needed senior portraits. And she's like, would you be interested in doing a trade? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, what is happening right now? I mean, like, this is what I mean. These weren't even things like they were too big or too abundant for my little mind to even have known to pray or ask for. And yet the Lord is like, here you go. Here you go. So I just encourage you to listen to that today, to know your worth, that the Lord is already working things out, that he's done it since even one day came to be. And what I've realized, of course, just in my years and wisdom is that we usually can't see any of this until it's all hindsight, until it's behind us. So our job right now is just to be obedient and ridiculously trust him and stay in great relationship with him. Give him thanks. Give him gratitude when you see him show up. Because again, this is a miracle story. It's a miracle story. Um, and share that. And I just encourage you guys to do the same. Don't be afraid, you know, to just absolutely share the great big miracles that he has done in your life. And when you start to come into relationship that way, he just keeps dishing out. <laughs> so anyway, you guys have a great day. Um, find this up online. It'll be over on YouTube, of course, um, at the same name. Don't forget your worth. Would love it. Like I say, feel free and subscribe. If you heard anything, you're like, yeah, I'd love a little bit of this every day. Or if you want to share it with a friend, um, please do. It would glorify God to no end. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great one. Take care.